Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to The Art of Unraveling. So I wanted to touch on something today that came up in my Lightworker Academy program with one of my clients in there. And it's something that I have had to work on and overcome and kind of have an ego death around. I know that I shared that around the first time I created this podcast. I was dealing with some issues of just feeling really burnt out. And my stepdad called me and we were talking and I've just, I call it being, I'm everyone's emotional support animal. It's my joke, but I used to be that. And I've, you know, people in my life, friends, my family, it's like a lot of times they would just call and talk to me and just kind of like emote about different things. And because I had wired myself to be helpful, a people pleaser because of my trauma as a child, that's what made me feel needed, right? And I know a lot of you can relate to this, especially as women. This is a big one. And I seem to just attract people with these kinds of core beliefs that I need to be needed and that I get my value from what I do for others rather than just for being who I am. And I was so intertwined in that belief And I remember my stepdad, he was like talking and this happened and that happened. And he's kind of emoting to me as, as he would do. And I just was like, oh my God, I can't take anymore. It was like eight o'clock at night. And I was just absolutely, utterly exhausted. And I was just spent. And finally he asked me how I was. And normally in the past, I would have just been like, I'm fine, you know, And how many of us say that? I want you to get really real with yourself. How many times do you just say, I'm good, even when you're not? Because, again, you have this, like, I've got to be there for everybody mentality. I can't show any vulnerability because you may think that's a weakness. You may think that... People, you know, won't know what to do with you because you're the strong one. You're everybody's rock. I hear those words a lot. And so I finally was just like, yeah, I'm really exhausted. I've been suffering from chronic fatigue and I just kind of let him know everything. And again, this was about a year ago and I just kind of lost it. I was like crying a little bit. I don't know if he could hear that. And he just kind of stopped and he was there for me in that moment. And he's just like, you just, you give so much and, you know, I worry about you and what are you doing to take care of yourself? And maybe you need to take some time off. And it was like, that made me like even more emotional because it was like, nobody saw that in me. 
between then and, you know, November, I saw some different healers and like that came up again where people, those different healers actually saw me and they saw that, you know, you need to take care of you and you need to take a break and you're so strong. And, and again, I would cry when these people would notice that in me because it was like that wall was starting to break down. It was starting to crumble this belief that my worth comes from what I do for other people. And it was such a slow ego death of a good year of going through multiple different, what I call ego deaths around that because it was so ingrained within my being. Not because anybody told me that's what my worth was, because of actions of primary caregivers and society and this and that, I wired myself that way. Like, well, this is how I get attention. This is how I get love. This is, you know, when I'm, when I'm needed, then, then I'm able to, to get, you know, the attention and, and whatever that I needed and deserved, whatever. I don't know how to explain that, but I think you guys get it. Uh, I actually, I got just a little distracted there to be quite honest. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up something from a client. So back to my now, I just wanted to reiterate that. That was kind of my breakdown in this structure I had built for myself, this house of cards, if you will, that was just built on a rocky foundation that wasn't even real or true and was harming me in so many different ways and depleting me. And in my Lightworker Academy program, it's a 10-month mentorship with me to learn over 11 different tools and modalities to be able to help other people through coaching, energy healing, breath work, EFT tapping, and so many others. And in the program, we did a session yesterday and it turned into a healing session. It was, you know, I meant I had meant to get some other information to them, but it turned out to be a deep healing session that I did for a couple of the women. And one of them had said she's feeling all this kind of anger, resentment, or kind of almost like a sadness around who she used to be when she was single and living in a different state and didn't have kids and just like noticing that she could just do whatever she wanted to do whenever she wanted to do it. And there was a lot of freedom there. And where she's at now, she's a stepmom and a mom. And there's just a lot going on in her life. And feeling some of that sadness, that loss of that previous self, who probably had more more of that freedom, more of that joy, more of that pleasure. You know, when we get so locked into our life. And she's found that she's had to become that emotional support animal for everybody in her life. When we get so locked into that, it's really hard to get out of it, especially if you're a mom to multiple children and a wife or a husband. You know, it's you've got so many people that you've trained in a way to rely on you. Of course, if you're a mom, your children have to rely on you to some degree. But you know what I mean? There's subtle shifts that can be made. And it, this isn't to shame yourself for how you got there. It's to take massive awareness and responsibility 
for whatever part you played in that and take massive responsibility in that you can change that reality, right? Just like I did. Although I'm not a mom, I changed it in so many ways in my life. And it's been absolutely freeing to be able to do that. And she was just talking about how she's so independent now and and so does it all, right? I always tell tell the story of like, not the story, but the, use the image of, you know, I hear a lot of women in this position say, I'm like, everybody's rock. We're everybody's rock and they come to us with all their problems. We listen, we hold them, we love them, but we don't always get the same in return because we're not being vulnerable. We're not sharing that we are struggling too, like I did with my stepdad finally, after how many times of talking on the phone and being like, I'm good. You know, if we just constantly say that, then the other person isn't going to, I don't know, give us the same love and tenderness that we just gave them, right? Or advice. Because if you're saying you're good, you can't really get resentful at people when they're not showing up for you. If you're saying you're fine, you can't really get resentful at other people when they're not giving to you the way that you give to them. So it's about being vulnerable, but trauma teaches us it's not safe to be vulnerable. So there's a lot to say about this. And trauma teaches us vulnerability is unsafe. So it's about relearning, teaching ourselves that it's safe to be vulnerable. It's safe to ask for support. It's safe to allow in other people to let our walls down a little bit. Because the other thing trauma teaches us is like, don't trust other people. You know, a lot of women that have this issue, you know, they'll say, well, I'm the only one that can do it, right? And so then we're doing everything. And then we have a resentful belief, like I have to do everything for everybody all the time. And it's just kind of this cycle that we keep going on. So everybody thinks we're, we've got our shit together. Everybody thinks that we're ro- the rock and inside our foundation is crumbling. And we're wondering why we feel so stuck and so sad and so disconnected from previous parts of ourselves, that free girl you used to be that just you know, said yes, took risks, even if she failed and that sort of thing. Reconnecting to our wild, rewilding ourselves. Every woman has to go through this. Every man has to go through this too, but women especially because our society really teaches us to fit in these certain boxes. And that if you don't fit in those boxes, there's something wrong with you. Other people aren't going to like you that much. You're going to be left on the outskirts and so on. And so today she, this client, wrote in our group, you know, that she was like, thank you so much for that session. So much came up. So much was healed and moved. And she said, I'm looking forward to the movement to keep this stuff moving out because I gave them some some of my movement exercises, my embodiment exercises to move the trauma. And 
she had spent some time with her inner child today because that's some of the stuff we did the previous day was we really went deep into healing some of these old patterns of their inner child. And so she spent some time with, with that inner child today. And what I said was, and I just want to leave you guys on this note because I see this so much in myself and my clients, is to her point, she's like, I'm looking forward to keep this stuff moving out. And I said to, to her in the group that there's a part of me that wants to caution our notion of keeping moving this stuff out and releasing it. Have you ever just said, I just want to release this. I want to release this negative belief. I want to release this bad habit in this pattern. And it's like, of course, that's what we want to do. But keep listening to what I have to say about this. Okay. So I said, although ultimately what we want, that's what we want. It can have an edge to it. Like this is bad. This isn't what I want to feel and so on, which can be a bit shaming and invalidating to the little you. So the wounded inner child, so to speak. And I said, ask me how I know this because I've done it and still catch myself doing it sometimes. I just don't want to feel this way. I want to feel different than how I feel. I shouldn't be feeling like this. I should have more energy or whatever the case may be. So I said a great technique is to play with just being with whatever comes up with love and compassion instead of trying to fix or get rid of it. And notice how much more fast the sensation changes. Ultimately, that is what each of our inner wounded children wants is love, acceptance, and to be validated that our feelings are okay. So oftentimes, whatever we're asking for, especially with our intimate partners, significant others, if we're saying to them, you never listen to me, or I don't feel like you are accepting this part of me, it's that's you're saying that because there's a part of you that feels that way. Yes, it has to do with their behavior, but there's also a part of you that is not feeling heard, validated, loved, accepted. And so when we start giving those things to ourselves, we need them way less from other people. And then other people just get to show up in what I say are, as the cherry on our already amazing cake, right? So what if there is always a part this is something I've been playing with a lot lately. What if there's a part of me that always feels not good enough or always has some sort of, you know, kind of woundedness to it that comes up from time to time and I get to be with that and give love to it as it comes up and let it show me what it needs. I think that's a much better way personally for us to start managing our feelings and all of the sensations that are going on instead of being like, I want to get rid of this because ultimately that's going to feel like shame to that inner child. So I want you to practice this this week. And if you're that woman that feels like she has to be everything to everybody, everybody's emotional support animal, everybody's rock and inside the foundation is crumbling and you feel like you're losing a part of yourself. I want you to hand on heart, Close your eyes. Take as much time as you need this week, every morning if you can, and just practice on repeating the mantra that my worth comes from just being myself. 
My worth does not come from what I do for others. My worth no longer comes from what I do for others. It comes just from being who I am. And I want you to practice. I want you to really challenge yourself in asking somebody else for support and or being vulnerable, like saying, actually, I'm not doing very good right now. You know, I'm really struggling in this area or my child is struggling with this or whatever the case may be. The second you feel that urge to to shove that down and not really be real, I want you to challenge yourself, even if it feels really uncomfortable, because the more you do that, the more you rewire your brain. And if you want any support with this, my new program, The Nervous, Seven-Day Nervous System Reset is coming out soon, coming out the week of May 23rd. It'll be out really soon if you want information on it. Email me, message me on Facebook or Instagram at Pure Light Healing, or you can email me at thesensitiveceo at gmail.com. It's going to be a foundational program to heal your nervous system, heal trauma, really bring you back into your body so you can reconnect with those parts of yourself that you feel like you've lost. And it's going to be, it's going to be transformational. It's going to be so deep and so beautiful. And it's something that's been wanting to be birthed through me for a little bit, but it wants a little more time to come to fruition. So I'm giving, giving it a few more weeks. So if that's you, let me know. I would love to support you on your journey. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.